from the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, 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 very pleasant good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, <clears throat> excuse me, OneRadioNetwork.com, and it's the 4th of November. Oh, what was that movie? Oh, it's the 5th. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Ever see that movie? What was the name of that one? Um, It'll come to me. The real cute girl with the short hair. Uh, Portman. Natalie Portman. Who's in England. And um, Somebody know the name of that movie? It'll come. Well, it is only the 4th of November, but let's remember the 4th and see what we can make of this fine day. We broadcast live here most every day except Thursdays on OneRadioNetwork.com. Our website has 15 years of audio podcast going all the way back to the first show in March of 2008 with Adam Bergstrom, who is still around. Matter of fact, he's going to be here on Monday. All of our videos, well, all the ones that we have up since YouTube took us down a couple years ago are on BitChute. That link is on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. If you care to join us this morning and check in and see what's going on with you and yours, there's a couple ways to do it. First way, 888-663-6386. Hello. Not too many people do that anymore, mostly email and text because I don't know what it is about talking to people. But um, we talk to people every day. We do it with our Patrick in your pocket coaching sessions that I'll tell you about this morning. And we've done a few and I really enjoy it. And it's great fun. And I think we're really able to help move, move folks along a little bit. It's just very difficult to find somebody that really listens to you and it's my specialty really except when I think I know what I'm talking about like on the show and then I don't but as much but I do with one-on-one well we have lots to talk about this morning if you care again if you care to join us do it Patrick at one radio network dot com Patrick at one radio network.com. Over the last few days, I've come into a, wow, just amazing realization that was one of those duh things, you know, until you, until you realize it, and it's just, it's a big deal, and I'm going to share that with you this morning. It involves love and the love of divine spirit. And I got some really interesting insights and contemplation and a soul travel experience of how this works. And it was a a little piece that I was missing. And you may have asked yourself the same thing. If God is love, as they say, right? Every spiritual path and every religion, God is love. Love is all there is, and that's correct. And we are love as well. This is what we are, you know, made of as spiritual beings. Uh, I have not had the honor and pleasure of seeing the true nature of soul by being able to just really see myself as soul. Some people have, few, and they describe it. And these are people, spiritual masters that I trust. Well, one in particular, Petar Zask. um, And he described himself as just this ball of love and light. Which is pretty cool. You know, until we experience it for ourselves, we're going by what somebody else says. But it's a pretty good um, uh, visual to have you got to come up with a visual of, well, what is the soul Patrick talks about anyway? I mean, what is it? 
What does it look like? Where is it? It's a good question because since 99% of us, 0.9% of us, I maybe have not had the experience of the true nature of ourselves. As Alan Watts, one of my teachers, years ago, used to talk about is we, we can't we can't put our arms around ourselves. And he really thought about it a lot and he got me thinking about it too. He knew he was a, he was a soul and he was really, he was a Buddhist, and um, he was really in the contradiction because it's, well, you know, why can't I see it? Why don't I, you know? He talked about it a lot. And that's when I first started thinking about it. This is before, six years before I even entered my current spiritual path of Ekankar, Ekankar. And once again, anything I do this morning in all times is it's just my personal opinion, and there's in no way a representation of Ekankar are speaking for them. Even though I, I I would if they asked me to, but they haven't asked me to, so I just put that disclaimer out there. Because I, I could get some things that are just not incongruent to what the, the spiritual path actually wants to put out at this time. It's a timing thing, but I won't get into that right now. But, hmm, so, where I was going was this idea that God is love. What is called spirit. It's an easier word for most because most people understand divine spirit, which is what God manifests itself in physical reality. Maybe you have big G, big G, whatever that is. Kind of un. un thinkable, understandable at the moment. And until we realize exactly what it is, we have not had true God realization, which is possible this lifetime. This is why we're here, to really get it. No other reason. And... um, So virtually all spiritual paths have talked about, you know, you have the Holy Spirit and, uh, um, you know, in the Christian thing, and, and then they actually heard the sound at the Last Supper, and the whole metaphor about spirit, the sound and the light. So what we want to do is to feel this love. A lot. Like a lot, right? Like all the time. So we fill ourselves up with it somehow. But most people, including... I mean, I do. I get I get, I get, uh, feelings. I get waves sometimes. Like, which is amazing. But I think there's a way, and after the last three or four days, there's a way to even have more of God's love actually be felt by us, which is pretty cool because it just kind of allows us to be happier and healthier and, and um, get more work done and have better relationships and listen to people more and be more compassionate and not fight with people, don't get snarky, as we all do from time to time, um, and just have a better life with creating less karma. So what what I was shown, um, let me take a little sip here. Oh, I have some water too. Let me grab that. I've been drinking a lot of mineral water. I don't know why that is, but they've got a really cool one at the store called Grolsch, something like that, Grolsch from Germany. It's supposed to be a real good one. Anyway, so for the past two or three days, I kind of saw in deep contemplation a little clue and secret, if you will, 
of how to experience more of God's love, like all the time. And for me, and I don't know if this is going to be ring true for you, I suspect it's going to be for a lot of you, because we humans have lived in many lifetimes, and then this one, and because of, uh, you know, religion things and uh, cultural things, we, it's very difficult for most to truly love ourselves 100%. Think about that, what is unconditional love for ourselves with all the weird things we've done, right? And all the things we've said to people and all you know, all the karma we've created and <laughs> whatever, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, the dumb stuff we did when we were a kid and, um, you know, I mean, I mean, when I was a kid, uh, Back in the 50s, we would steal a candy bar from, you know, the store. At the time, it was a nickel candy bar and was guilty for it for about a year. Thou shalt not steal, you know. You know what I mean. Kids do a lot of stuff, and who knows. Um, And I really saw that there were a lot of things in my, this lifetime, I can only speak for this lifetime, um, that in my subconscious, I was really not 100% forgiving myself for all the dumb things I've done up until this point. And we've all done a lot of dumb things. Said things, done things, whatever. It's human nature. We sometimes push the envelope, you know, just, we know it, you know it. And I really saw that uh, through my um, spiritual master on the inner planes, that this is what was keeping me, I can only speak for me, from feeling more of God's love, like all the time. A lot, a lot more. Once again, I get waves, and we all do. Uh, But if God's love is there, which it is, right? It's just there. God doesn't withhold its love, right? Uh, Some religions say God stops loving you when you commit a sin, and in my opinion, that's just not right. That's just made up. No proof of that. God doesn't do that. Doesn't. Now, religions are built on that. God love them. They can do what they want. I'm not criticizing them, but I'm suggesting that's not what I believe is the way it is. That God never, ever, ever withholds anything from us. Because God is love. Real love. Unconditional love. The kind that we all strive for with our pets and our relationships, with everything. Um, You figure out that relationship, boy-girl thing, or girl-girl, boy-boy, whatever, um, and just have unconditional love for that person they have for you. Woo. Woo. Unbelievably incredible amount of potential there. So God is unconditional love. It doesn't withhold our love. So why would we not feel this all the time? So I've been asking myself that question. And when you ask and you ask, um, then information comes in. That's how it works. Ask and you shall receive. And so what I got was, and get now, is that on subconsciously, I just didn't feel like I was worthy enough because of my life. And that's just a construct of guilt and fear, you know. It's all put together by parents or schools or governments or religions, spiritual paths, whatever. But God doesn't deal with us on that level. God just loves us. Even when we're terminally stupid. 
<laughs> it's the way it works. God says, well, that wasn't good, but uh, I still love you. You have all the love I got. You may have to work out the karma of that terminally stupid thing you just did, and that's fine, uh, because what we sow, we reap, so karma, but there's no such thing as sin, so I don't, I'm not mad at you, or you don't get this if you've sinned. That's not how it works. That's a, a religious construct, in my opinion, that has been perpetrated by many religions just to hold souls in obeyance and to control them. No evidence of that. Matter of fact, my experience, every evidence to the contrary. Pretty cool, huh? So, where do we go from here? Well, there's all kinds of things one can do. Um, You start telling oneself that I am worthy for divine spirit's love. I am worthy. And of course, your little mind and my mind will come up and say, yeah, I'm not sure. Remember that time you did this when you were a kid? So you're not worthy. So those things are going to come up. They will, because that's the way it works. And as they come up, then you can uh, just say, well, yeah, that was now, but I'm good. I forgive myself. I worked that one out. I'm worthy. And you do that until there's none left. And how do you know when there's none left? Is when you start feeling more of God's love, a lot more. Cleaning the house, washing the dishes, taking a shower, working, doing your job, whatever it is. And then we're able to give out this love as we accept it, more of it, and we understand that we are worthy, which is really, you know, this an act of forgiveness, which is pretty powerful, very powerful, especially when we do it um, very quietly and succinctly and contemplative, meditative, really clear. Hmm, yeah, that's interesting. I remember I did that, but I've always felt bad about that, but I think it's time to just let that one go. Give this one to God, because what's the point? Not serving anyone to not feeling good about something, well, how is it serving? It's just a, you know what I mean? It's just, wants me to restart my computer, I'm going to say snooze, not going to do that. So it serves no useful purpose. Now one, except for the, the lower worlds which are built on fear and guilt and angst and to keep you and I here and not hanging out with spirit more. So that'd be a good way to start. And uh, you can even write this on a piece of uh, notebook. Do it 20 times every day as long as you want. I am worthy of divine spirit's Love, however you want to say it, Holy Ghost or whatever you want to say, use your own words, and you can start writing that every day. Be conscious of it when you're writing it. Don't think about something else. Think about this before you go to bed. Think about this when you meditate or contemplate, and things will come up that will give you an opportunity to change the past, and we do that just by changing it. Okay. I was doing the best I can when that happened, but I'm over it, I forgive myself, and it's gone. I've worked out the karma with that one. It's gone. I think you'll find this very powerful, and uh, stay at it. Um, Give it some juice. Uh, you know, give it some energy. Um, these things take time. If you believe in that sort of thing, it also takes uh, focus. 
intention, belief, all those good stuff. You know, even if this sounds a little crazy, well, maybe he's on to something. I'd like to feel more God's love. I, maybe I'll try this. Experiment. We are very creative being souls. Very creative. So experiment. You know, it's a, it's one of the biggest detriments to soul's happiness in 2022 is, and we've all done it and do it from time to time, is to be dogmatic. Well, that, you know, come on, that's not real. And we don't know for sure, you know, we don't know. We've just believed something for so long that it's a real stretch to, to say, well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's possible that there isn't a germ to get me. We've been doing a little thing on Facebook. Maybe it's possible they never walked on the moon. I posted this. I always like to do that because it always pushes buttons on the globalist. I tease him. When I, I wrote this one. Where is it? It was a... It was a thing from REM. You know that group? Oh, here it is. If you believe they put a man on the moon, man on the moon, if you believe this nothing up his if you believe there's nothing up his sleeve, then nothing is cool. REM man on the moon. So there's one fellow, he's a friend of mine actually, and he he just can't he just can't get over the fact he said they couldn't have went to the moon. They just couldn't have not went to the moon. So I found this video for him this morning and put it on Faceplant. Let me see if you can hear it. It'd be great to see it on Oh actually, I can play it. Let me play it. Let me do it. Let me do it. I'll do it while I'm talking. And I'll play it for you. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. By the way, speaking of heliocentric flat stuff, we are going to have, uh, on Monday, uh, is it Monday? Um, No, Tuesday. Sorry. Tuesday. It's okay, Doodle. Doodle, it's okay. She's dreaming. On Tuesday, there's going to be a a solar eclipse. And uh, the other day I was walking, I walk every day, but the other day I was taking a walk with Doodle and I was just quite taken by the fact that, um, so here I'm walking, and uh, up to my, in the eastern sky, let me grab this link real quick. Okay, okay, I can do it. I can do it. Let me do it. So I wish I could talk and do this at the same time. Let me get it ready to go, and then I'll continue. I apologize for doing this while I'm talking, but what am I going to do? So, 
And this got me thinking about, man, I really want to do a really want to do a little thing on the eclipse. And from a from a non-heliocentric perspective, no, I, I think it is a I think it's a solar eclipse. We had the lunar eclipse a week ago. Check that out, Lynn. Now, I think, I may be wrong, but I think it is a solar eclipse. Because didn't we do the lunar eclipse on October 25th? at 5.45 in the morning when the moon was out because I experienced it. I went outside. I didn't see it. But I think there's different ideas about that. Check it out and see if either way there's going to be some kind of eclipse. Who cares? On Tuesday. So we're going to have um, uh, Flat Earth Dave on to try to figure out how is it possible that these two entities can cross in front of one another if they're just circling around as the flat earthers say, right? And that's really the way I believe. Okay? So anyway, the other day, Dude and I are walking. So we're walking and I can see up here to my left in the eastern sky at about 45 degrees. So that's, see the shape of my arm, 45 degrees. You can't see it really, but there. There is a half moon. And then to my, not quite all the way to the left, but about three quarters of the way around to the west, west, there is a, the sun, 45 degrees. So I look at both of them. And I said, well, the rocket men say that the Earth is in between the Sun shining on the Earth and blocking out part of the Moon, and that's why you see the half Moon. That's what they say. Well, if the sun's up here, and the moon's up here, and the earth is down here, can't do it. I mean, just geometry. So anyway, so I start thinking, well, what's going to be going on? So maybe, is it a lunar eclipse? On November 8th, the moon enters the Earth's shadow, creating a total lunar eclipse. Oh, the first since May. The animation shows the region. So it is a lunar eclipse. Observers near the edge of the visibility range may see only part of the... Okay. 2022 had four eclipses, two solar and two lunar. Okay. Uh, October 25, solar eclipse, and November 7, 8, lunar eclipse. Okay, cool. Good. It's a lunar eclipse. Again, Lynn, the researcher, she's on it. Okay, so it's a lunar eclipse. Anyway, so we're going to figure out... Uh, and show you how is it even possible um, with uh, Dave Wise. Because I don't get how they can even do it if they're doing it like the Flat Earthers say. And I don't even get how the heliocentric guys can get away with seeing two bodies above, way above the Earth, 
inhabit allegedly the earth shadowing the moon. So check this out. So so I, I did this little post on Facebook and there's people going, oh, come on, man, you're crazy. We know we landed on the moon. So I found this one. And this is Buzz Aldrin, who they claim walked on the moon. Um, listen to this. Out of the mouths of babes. Why has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? <laughs> That's not an eight-year-old's question. <laughs> That's my question. I want to know, but I think I know. Because we didn't go there, and and that's the way it happened. And, and if it didn't happen, it's nice to know why it didn't happen. So in the future, if we want to keep doing something, we need to know why something stopped in the past that we wanted to keep it going. But I think I know. Because we didn't. Because we didn't. Because we didn't. Um, this trick to get gas for a penny is going to get banned in the U.S. This ex-programmer got fired from his job at a German car manufacturer. I was going to play it again, but... So, they said that Buzz and Armstrong first met on the moon, and he just said, we didn't. Now, Never mind a kabillions of videos on the moon hoax. Never mind. Never, <laughs> never mind that the technology, it is said, the computer power in 69 the iPhone has more computer power. Never mind that they have a picture and an audio of President Nixon at his desk at the White House talking to guys on the moon 250,000 miles away. Yeah, right. How'd they do that? Never... Never mind that the the thing that supposedly went down, if you've ever seen a picture of it, it looks like a bunch of tinfoil and sticks. Never mind that the whole time they were up there, you never saw the sun shine on the moon like it does when there's a moon. What happened to that? You never saw any exhaust come out of their backpack. What's up with that? There are just kabillions of reasons why they never went there. I mean, on and on and on. They didn't go. But, you know, and I, you know, I think it is important, not because just the fact that they didn't go, but the fact that these people have the wherewithal and the knowledge of how to program all of us, and we have been since Pearl Harbor was a scam, all, all the way up, Vietnam, Central America, work your way up, Iraq, all lies, World War Two, World War One. Spanish-American War, they were all made up. The way they got into it. They got it, they did it, but the way they got in. Governments lie. That's what they do for a living, that's what they continue to do, and that's what they're always going to do. So it's best just to get over that, that some government 
is going to help us do anything. And this brings us right up to November 8th, same day. Huh. Lunar Eclipse Day, Election Day. Uh, we're going to talk to that. I'll talk about that in a minute. If you care to join us, 888-663-6386. Email Patrick. OneRadioNetwork.com There are no nations. There are no peoples. There are no Russians. There are no Arabs. There are no third worlds. There is no West. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and imane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. There is no America. There is no democracy. There is only IBM and ITT and AT&T and DuPont, Dow, Union Carbide and Exxon. Those are the nations of the world today. We no longer live in a world of nations and ideologies, Mr. Beale. The world is a college of corporations inexorably determined by the immutable bylaws of business. The world is a business, Mr. Beale. It has been since man crawled out of the slime. Previously with Dr. Rulin Chu about her product called Pearlseum. So, so let's talk about the teeth first. Explain to me what's going on because there's something magical when you dip your little toothbrush in water. Why do they look so sparkly and just, I don't know, something very energetically about the the look of them yeah it's uh, very very magical so like a group of scientists in uh, france discovered that when you put the pearl next to the bones or uh, skins or other connective tissues and they find it stimulates new growth of the bones and skins and connective tissues and also uh, to make existing bones and the skins uh, more healthy and stronger so brush your teeth with the pearl, then your teeth will make your existing teeth stronger and also it will fitting up, you know, teeth with the porcium and the pearl powder will stimulate the new bone growth and also make the existing teeth very strong. It's really a great product. You'll love it. Take it internally or on your teeth and you can click an order, see the ad right there, Pearlseum, the nice green container, Pearlseum, on OneRadioNetwork.com. One of our favorite things to talk about is the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. If you've heard me talk about it, I, I highly recommend uh, this unit. It's just uh, really fun and easy and uh, virtually no. Uh, the only maintenance I do is every now and then I do some um, diluted um, uh, hydrogen peroxide, you know, the food grade, and just wipe it down on the outside and the inside. With a towel on the chair, the sweat that drips off of you, and you will drip. You will drip. You're going to drip, and that's fun. And it's so cleansing, and you feel so good when you spend 20, 30 minutes in there. And um, they have two far red red units at the bottom, on the right-hand side and the left-hand side. And you can just do one at first if it gets too hot, and uh, that works. Um, we tested the, uh, you know, we did it again because somebody called and said, well, you talk about low EMFs, can you give us the exact readings? And I can't. And I did it again yesterday for this person because I hadn't done it in a while. There are zero, zero radio frequencies. And these are the dangerous ones. Cell phones. Um... Wi-Fi, cell phone towers, smart meters, hmm. internet connections in your car, don't do that. Um, these are the real, the real boogers. <laughs> not a good word, boogers. These are the real, not good ones. There's zero. 
Now, there are no electrical, electromagnetic fields using a um, tri-field meter, which we have a professional. And there is magnetic energy, and magnetic energy comes from any motor, and all motors use magnets. That's how they work. Magnetic energy. I don't, I've never seen any real studies saying that these are dangerous for you. I don't I guess if you were in a big super one, you probably wouldn't want to be there all the time. But anything that you have, your Vitamix or your juicer or your refrigerator, um, has magnetic energy. Pretty hot, too. You put a meter right up on it. So if magnetic energy was really detrimental, all your food in your fridge would be dead, all your juices would be dead, all your Vitamix would be dead, and that's not the case, otherwise we'd all be dead. Uh, there is quite a bit of magnetic energy from the floor to the bottom of the chair, pretty high, I think it's 10 milligauss. And then once you move it up to your chest and your stomach, it's 2 milligauss. I don't know what that means, but that's it. So these are really nice units. Um, and you can get one for $1,295 delivered to the lower 48. We ship them worldwide. Canada, it's about $200 extra. They come FedEx ground in a few days. So if you'd like to get one, the only way to get this price, this price, is to email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at oneradionetwork.com and tell me your zip code, city zip code, and I'll tell you exactly your cost delivered. I guarantee you, you're not going to get a better price on this unit anywhere. Anywhere. Now, little more here on the benefits other than detoxing and the detox thing is not all of it it's huge here's something else from a doctor a few years ago recently we talked with dr david minkoff md about his patients and toxins we test them for environmental toxins and we look at their teeth and we look at their diet and we do a look at their gut and and they're loaded it is a radical 360 assault on our bodies what we're living in today in terms of our environment. It's remarkable what you find on people, how much stuff they've accumulated. You know, they need to get in the sauna uh, three or four times a week and they need to filter. The, the water systems in the United States are full of environmental toxins. I know when we talked to Dr. Rowie, he was a big fan of these far infrared saunas and getting the sweat out and he used to test the sweat and everything. Do you do that, a far infrared, and then you, what kind of saunas do you do? I have them get... There's some pretty economical, really good portable saunas that people can get. And I think it's, it's like mandatory. If you're living on planet Earth now, you better get in a sauna three times a week for half an hour and really sweat because you're, no matter how careful you are, you're getting full of stuff that you don't want in your body that are toxic and carcinogenic. Yes, we've been promoting and using for years, uh, 10 years now, the Relax Far Infrared Sauna. It's a portable, uh, about a thousand. Really nice units, boy. They they get hot and boy, you sweat and it's it's great. Great unit. Yeah. Oh, you've seen those. Yeah. Great unit. Yeah. 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 They are. We think they're the best, really. I mean, I just never have never seen one that compares to this puppy. Never seen one. No. I have not. So there you go. Just email me, Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, fall is uh, trying to fell here. <laughs> fall here, fall, fall. But... Um, 
how the wind's blowing and it gets cold at night and then warming back up. So know, the weather is a little wonky. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about dare we, without getting into the matrix, uh, politics in this election on <laughs> Lunar Eclipse Day. Kind of weird. There's, there's many, many um, millions, millions of folks that are all um, uh, gaga about the Republicans, conservatives, taking over the House and the Senate. And sure, I mean, it's going to be, I, I think it'll be better for our country if those woke gloomy tunes with open borders and um, all the stuff they're doing with Ukraine and Green New Deal. I mean, it's, you know, they need professional help. I mean, they're just bonkers. And, you know, the cities and defunding the police and on and on and on. I don't see how they could even come close to not losing the Senate and the House. I mean, I know. And I think they're just going to clean up. And I I hope they do. I mean, but remember that all politics is theater and that most, I don't want to put, I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at the glass half empty, but just to encourage us all not to get too into that thing because in my experience, there's absolutely nothing that any politician can do to to make our lives better other than getting out of our life and cutting taxes and supporting the Constitution. If they did those three things, make taxes as low as they can and figure out economically how to do that with trade deficits and, you know, not borrowing too much money. I mean, it's a whole thing. Of course, they don't do that. They, they don't care about that. They don't care about Inflate. They don't care about any of it. And, you know, Republicans are not going to care about it either. They've got this huge budget deficit and Social Security to deal with where the, where the, um, the trust fund is gone. They stole all that money. Um, so, so maybe if they slow things down at the border, don't spend as much on just giving Ukraine money and... Uh, um, you know, it's going to be a little bit interest, more interesting to be to live in this country. But I would really encourage us all to know that they're not going to the the whole deal is on our hands of how we live, what we think, <clears throat> and what we what we uh, put forth with our mind and our imagination and our goals and what we believe is going to happen, that's that's everything. People out there doing stuff, yeah, you know, maybe, a little bit. But unfortunately not how most people on our country believe. I mean, everybody's really into, not everybody, but most people. They're really into this election, and of course the media, that's all they talk about. And... Um, I would just encourage us not to get caught up in the idea that somebody's going to save our lives and make our lives better. We're the only ones that are going to do that. You know, that's just the way it is. Have they ever... You know, they, the pejorative, they have, you know, left, right, center. Have they ever really, really lowered taxes? Going, you know, they always go up and down. Take away, give, 
But this um, conundrum that they've got themselves into, and we're on the tail end of it, because we have to use dollars. It's like we don't really have a choice. Right? Let me close this a minute. So, you know, it's going to get a little, you know, we'll go through some stuff, but we'll deal with it, won't we? If you'd like to be on the show, call 888 663 6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Um, lots of questions about ivermectin. I'm not really expert. Ivermectin. Um, how much to take and all that? The general the general thing what I can tell is about how many pounds, if you want to take it, divide it by ten. And then how often is kind of um, all kinds across the board. So, you know, now there's a few websites that you can, uh, if you want to take it, I think I've got it here. You can just Google um, doctors to prescribe ivermectin. And they have a website. Um, did we put that on some one of our shows, Lynn? I thought I had it. And you can actually go on there. And... Um, do a telething with a um, with a doctor. You'll find it. There's there's two or two or three of them. Just Google, just look around, and you'll you'll find it. I, frankly, I don't know why you want to take it. I think they're, but a lot of people feel better when they take it. So I don't know what's going on. Except it's a, it's a parasite thing. It's actually a horse dewormer, the original. But they've used it all over the world um, for all kinds of stuff. But since I don't even believe personally and believe in killing parasites anymore, I don't. I wouldn't take it. Doctor Cowan, he. Uh, He made a pretty good argument for the whole parasite, virus, bacteria thing on the show we did with him on Monday. It's up on BitChute and also on our website. And um, I think he's right. I mean, I know he's right. It's just this, this whole idea that bacteria and viruses are out there trying to get us and same way with Parasites are trying to eat us alive, and I know many of you try to kill parasites, and, but it doesn't make sense. I don't, unless one's body was so out of so out of balance that they're out of control, which how would you know? Because we know now the immune system is nothing like they said. It doesn't operate like that, according to Cowan and all the rest of them. And also, so the whole autoimmune thing is made up. Almost everything they say in the medical community, the way DNA works, the way the genes work, the way the mitochondria, the blood-brain barrier, 
immune system. It's all just made up. No evidence. So, enough on that. So we're on our own, baby. And I, 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 I oh, Lynn found it. Yeah, I, I, um, and I think it's great. I think that's what this is all about. Uh, Lynn says, Google, good job. F-L-C-C-C Alliance and Ivermectin. That's it. F-L-C-C-C Alliance and Ivermectin. You will find a place where you could, if you like talking to doctors, you can do a telemedicine thing and there are actual doctors that will pre- prescribe ivermectin and they'll they'll give you a prescription or they'll mail it to you or something. And if you want to take it, you can take it. Pretty safe, I think. Very safe. I don't do medical advice, but very safe. Very safe. If it makes you feel better, well then, good for you. FLCCC Alliance, ivermectin. if I can make this email easier to read. That's not what I wanted. Here it is. Good day, Patrick. In the vein of REMM's, REM's Man on the Moon, the record stand provides further insights. Oh, stand into the motion, the notion that they subscribe to something other than what we are told regarding the realm. Our realm. The following are a few lines from the song. Oh, cool. Stand in the place where you live. Now face north. Think about direction. Wonder why you haven't before. Now stand in the place where you work. Now face west. Think about the place where you were, where you live. Wonder why you haven't been before. If you're confused, check with the sun. Carry a compass to help you along. Your feet are going to be on the ground. Your head is there to move you around. That's pretty cool. Let me take this call and I'll continue. Good morning. Same to you. Um, Spiritual receptiveness and intellectual honesty are requisites for an individual to remotely begin their acceptance of heliocentric falsification. As I've stated previously on your show, the natural physics of liquid water unequivocally put the spherical model in the category of impossible until it is physically and empirically demonstrated that a body of water may exist while simultaneously 86-ing, what does 86-ing mean? 86-ing the container, nothing further ought to be discussed. Oh, you mean, well, it doesn't come out. Why do we insist on step two and beyond? We can't establish step 17. It's utter nonsense and further supports contradictions only surface when working from a false premise. Okay. 8016 mean let it out, right? Something like that. Just got an email from Andrea Seed Oils. Great seed oils. Most seed oils, 99% of them are not worth looking at. All the seed oils in the store, no. Most seed oils online, no. Most, but Andrea Seed Oils, whoa. Pumpkin, hemp, 
black cumin, coriander, and this one, milk thistle, Andres is saying, Milk thistle, also known as holy thistle, this flower from the daisy family is native to many Mediterranean countries. For liver, gallbladder related issues, supporting circulation, promoting the body's natural healing process. He's got a milk thistle that'll knock your socks off. And there's nobody ever, ever, ever that has produced these oils with little or no friction and little or no heat. Poof. Coriander is from cilantro that helps get rid of heavy metals. Black cumin seed, you can duck, duck, go that puppy and it claims to do all kinds of stuff. And black sesame oil. And once again, these are incredibly clean. No oxidation. You can't say that for any other oil because of the temperature and the friction in Myron glass. It is the most effective oil this side of the Mahangahila River. And boy, I, I agree with um, Andreas on the milk thistle. I do this milk thistle oil. I also do milk thistle in capsules. And I eat a lot of it. I think that um, pro-youthing and liver. Because you know, Mr. Liver deals with a lot of stuff. All right? On the earth plane. Well, a lunar eclipse on Tuesday. So what did I do to, the other day Then I did a solar eclipse, huh? I thought it was a lunar. That's all right. What did I know? Yeah, I went out there 5.45 in the morning to hang out with Doodle and a chair and a blanket. And I hung out there. Elizabeth, Ohio, lingering cough. Oh, I think we may have covered this one. Yeah, when you cough, your your something wants to come out, and if it's lingering. Um, you just got to drink more water. I wouldn't do any dairy. And let it come out of the lungs. And people get scared. They go to urgent care. They give them a, an antibiotic. Say you've got pneumonia. It stops and it comes back. It's got to come out, folks, really. I just, a little tough love here. Just understand the way it works. That's, we try to help you. But you've got to, not you don't have to, but I encourage you to let go of the way you think it is. Because these people in these hospitals and urgent care and doctors, in our opinion, they just don't understand the body. Which is why, why it is what it is out there in the in the world of medicine. October 25 was a partial solar eclipse. Oh, that's what I went outside, huh? Oh, cool. I liked it. Why do all the carnivore pushers look terrible if it is so healthy? Really? You want to send me some pictures of some? Chafee? All the people we've interviewed? You think they look terrible? I think you're just a little bit skewed. Do I look terrible? 
Do I look like I've had this body 76 years? Okay. No, I think you're just not thinking clearly. You just don't want to believe it. Well, don't worry about it. Just eat what you want. And, by the way, we put a thing up on Faceplant. If you want to be vegetarian, don't, don't harass me about eating meat. Know that you can be healthy being a vegetarian as long as you eat some eggs, a little cheese, some raw milk, um, butter. Get some fat in there. If you just do vegan with no fat, you talk about looking terrible. Oh, sure, the young kids, you know, they're 25 and 30 and 40. You can do anything for 50 or 60 years and be okay. I'm talking about long term. We talked to Chafee, been, been a carnivore for what, 10 years? He looks terrible? I don't know where you're getting this terrible. Show us some pictures of some terrible looking carnivores. Everybody has wear and tear on their body. I shouldn't even respond to stupid stuff like that, you know. I think I'm just going to delete it. Uh, 